Welcome to the Sedona Soul Sister Show, down-to-earth discussions on spiritual, metaphysical, paranormal, and healing topics. The Sedona Soul Sisters are the most trusted psychic mediums in Sedona. They have offices in Sedona, Arizona, where they see clients from all over the world. And now, today's show. Hi, welcome. I'm Ivory, and this is Roz. I'm Roz. (laughs) Today's topic is trusting your intuition. Before we begin, we want to say a special hello to our listeners in Hilo, Hawaii. Thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate your support. Uh, This, this, we've done similar topics to this. Um, It's always people asking for a little slightly different thrust on it. I think in this case, it's more about people who know they're getting hits, but they're not sure of the the of that they really are getting it like they just can't quite get to that point so let's ask the question you know do you ask yourself are you intuitive or do you think with your head rather than your heart uh when we meet a new person we automatically decide what we think of them within seven seconds isn't that amazing it's an unconscious reaction and one we're not even aware of but it goes back to our early hunter-gatherer days when deciding whether you could trust someone quickly could be key to your survival. Life or death. (laughs) Life or death. And these days we don't need to pass judgment quite so quickly, but we haven't evolved that much either. Our instincts are still the same as those of early humans. We're like cavemen walking around dressed up and acting all fancy. We're always encouraged to listen to our rational analytical side, but there's increasing evidence that our intuition plays a big role in helping us make decisions to process information. Those of us in the spirituality field, those of us who are born psychic, it's not news to us, right? It's like we've lived our whole lives going by that very frequently. But while intuitive thinking can be seen as fast and instinctive, we use it alongside our rational side all the time. Roz, what do you think are some times when we should listen to our intuition first? I just think it's really important anytime you get an immediate gut, what we would call a gut feeling. And that and that usually comes from your solar plexus. You, your heart doesn't necessarily immediately get there. But when you get that gut feeling like, hmm. I better check this out or I better, you know, back off or I better move forward or whatever it is. You really got to tune in on that and go with it. It's powerful. I agree. I mean, I really think that when your body tells you not to trust someone, when you feel that instinctive reaction that you shouldn't trust someone or they're not a good person, honestly, I think you should go with it. I have learned to my detriment, when I don't listen to that, I get into <laughs> trouble. It, you know I what I'm talking about. Yeah, very accurate. It's just when you don't <laughs> listen to that, it always comes back and, as I would say, bites you. <laughs> and and if, you're, if your intuition tells you you're in danger, don't wait to see why you feel that way. My gosh, react. Listen to it. That has saved me numerous times. And I would imagine that most of you listening who are into intuitive studies, developing your intuition, maybe you just work as a psychic. You know this too. Like there's times when you feel it before you can see it. It's very um 
I really do think it's instinctual. You know, they they don't um, necessarily bring that up as a, one of our senses, but I think that instinctual reaction that you have is very powerful. Gut instinct, you know, it's there. Yeah, call it what you want, but we all have it. You know, if you're not comfortable calling it intuition or psychic, call it gut reaction. It's the same thing. So, you know, it's funny. I was talking to um, a relative who's in the construction field and he's very analytical, yet he talks about gut reaction. I haven't had the talk with him yet about how, oh, you're using psychic skill. (laughs) (laughs) Even in mundane situations, like let's say you're in a social situation and your intuition is telling you to drop a subject, don't pursue it or or change the subject. Listen to that. I mean, it can save you in your work, in your social life, your family life. I know for me, um, I just came back from a large gathering, a three-day gathering at my and with my family and their and some of their friends. And I pick up on so much like undercurrent that I can't shut that down. I'm not in a social situation trying to pick up things intuitively. I'm trying to shut them out. I don't know, but I feel like it helps me because um, I have a good understanding of who needs someone to talk to, who needs just a little sympathy right now, who's hurting and needs a little massage on their neck. (laughs) That was my sister. (laughs) When is it a bad idea to listen to that gut feeling? I don't know that I think it, it, for me, it ever is a bad idea. I mean, it just really works for me and I trust it. And I would feel probably very uncomfortable not listening to that because it's just showed itself throughout my whole life that like, this is your guidepost. This is your guidance. There's a very practical instance though, Roz, that I hadn't thought of. It's our caveman part of our brain that tells us to eat unhealthy food, high calorie, high fat foods, because it helped ensure survival. But our so our gut instinct wants us to eat those things like maybe fast food, fried foods, sweets, but our rational side can decide I don't need, that's not good for me. My caveman may have eaten that, but my modern self knows that's not good for me. So, you know, we wouldn't think of like in terms like that, but I have to agree in that case, um, I'm going to, I'm going to talk my caveman self down. That's interesting because I, I never think of it in that kind of terms. And I think of food situations. It's so funny. I was just talking about this with Ed because I have this tremendous desire to go to some restaurants that were where I grew up and to eat the things that I like there. Well, you know, that's quite a little adventure to drive there and and to go there. That's like a major trip for me. So I, I was laughing because I was saying, I don't think it's really the desire to eat those things as much as it's just a craving for those flavors, but doesn't mean they're healthy. (laughs) You know what that can be too? A craving for a time in life where things were really happy. You still had your family, all were living, like you were younger, having happy times. Like sometimes we associate food with memories, 
But another thing that was brought up that I actually did study this when I was um, doing my uh, psychology classes in college, we're constantly looking for patterns in life to make our decisions. But sometimes our caveman brain, our gut reaction, will see patterns where there are none. Sometimes it sees patterns and they're right. And sometimes it sees patterns they're not. Um, so I don't think there's a whole lot of times I would not listen to my intuition. I I know that super rational people, and by the way, Roz and I are very rational people. Like we are, we are level-headed, we are grounded, but we're very intuitive. And so I think at this point at our age, we just naturally listen to our intuition because when we don't, we get in trouble. How do you know your intuition's on point, Roz? If you were like talking to students, how would you know their intuition is good? You know, I always talk to them about you can't just think. You can't just think it. You have to feel it. So we we go back to that gut instinct to that gut feeling because if I don't feel it I'm not probably going to be doing whatever that is (laughs) she is not going to be on board no so I I, and one thing I realized the maybe especially in the last 10 years I'm probably more in alignment with that than I ever was when I was younger. And I think that has a lot to do with, you know, I had a lot of family responsibility. I had a lot of children. Everybody had different schedules. We were all going different directions on the same day at the same time. So there had to be a lot of coordinating and a lot of organization and planning, you know, planning meals around that, planning planning um, whatever different schedules were going to be conflicting and how to overcome that. And, you know, it wasn't so easy back then to just go, no, it doesn't feel good today. I don't think I can drive. (laughs) You know? Yeah, you had four children with lives and things were probably going in multiple directions. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, the last... The last years of my life were very involved with um, helping and taking care of my mother. So that was another big aspect that I really had to bring in there. And yeah, I, I couldn't just go, okay, I don't feel good today about being out. I'm just going to stay home. No. <laughs> so you have to like, that's when you really have to like, Plan your purpose, plan your day, organize it, start manifesting what you want to be happening that day. Sometimes I just get a feeling, strong feeling that I need to prepare, let's say everything for Tuesday's podcast madness we do, all these recordings we do on Tuesday, and I better do it like extra early because it's going to be impossible to do it when I normally would. And sure enough, like, Things just cut loose, like, and I'm really glad I listened to that and did it, got it ready. Um, it's thing. little things like that. But a lot of people who who are not tuned into their intuition, for them, it can seem to be almost like a magical quality to intuition, like just the, that sense of knowing something you have no way of knowing. 
but it really is like a gut instinct. It's a physical response. Your body is having to whether something's positive, negative, getting your attention. It's trying to tell you to notice something that isn't on the physical level. And, and a lot of people, if they're not highly intuitive, they will not know what you're talking about. They will not see it. It might seem really weird to them that you pick this up. They see no trace of it. That doesn't mean you should discard what you get. You know, so to me, it's the people who feel confident about the intuitive hits they're getting. They act on them and they have trust about it. I think that's really accurate. Because if you if you hone in on how that confidence feels, how you know. You just know that you're right, that you got to listen to it. That's what instills that confidence. There's still times I will tread carefully. You know, just because you know something doesn't mean you should barge ahead and create chaos in your wake, but it does mean you should keep that at the front of your mind, always in your mind as you move forward, whether it's with a person, a business, a situation, whatever it is. Um, It's even been with jobs. Like I took a job a long time ago that the first day, like I went in and and it seemed, the lady seemed nice, but I had this really weird feeling about that place. And I didn't listen to it. I thought, well, let's just see. Day one on the job, it turns out that they have 20 cameras trained in the area where you'd be working. One zoomed right down on your keyboard. like. It was just like the person was just sitting in a room watching all these cameras. And I thought, I can't work in this environment. It's not like I'm planning to do anything nefarious, but it felt so bizarre. And if I had just listened when I went in, instead of waiting to see the evidence, I could have saved myself a day in that little prison. I'm glad <laughs> I, oh my gosh. It, it is like a muscle though. That your intuition is like a muscle you need to work out and get stronger. Don't you agree anybody can make their intuition stronger, Roz? Oh, absolutely. It's really all about the practice of um, what I call tuning in, paying attention, seeing what you feel, seeing what you're getting, and acknowledging that. Because we have a tendency, we get this information in, but then we don't always acknowledge it. We're thinking, you know, we start poo-pooing it or going, oh, no, you know, that's just my, that's just my paranoia. That's just, no, this is your intuitive side trying to get your attention. Yes, it is. And and we've said this on previous shows on the topic of intuition, and I'm going to repeat it. Nothing gets you closer to that point of trusting your intuition than following your intuition and see what happens, or at least journaling what your intuitive hits were, and then see what the outcome was. Should you have listened to it? Would things have gone better if you had listened to it? Could you have saved yourself some grief? Could you have gained an opportunity? You know, sometimes we're afraid to listen to our intuition. I have been. I think I, I was when I was younger because I had that battle constantly going on, especially in my my late teens and my 20s. Like, okay, you know, my logical mind is following this very logical and analytical path. 
my intuitive and subconscious mind is way over here doing something completely different. And blending those two things is not easy. Got to find a way to walk a path where you got one foot on both sides. I I like balance in life. You know, I like to think, but I have to remind myself as an analytical person not to try to think my way through every situation. Sometimes it's not about thinking. It is about feeling. It's a lot about feeling. Um, Sometimes clients, students will say something happened and it felt Mm -hmm. really scary to them. And when we break it down, I'm like, but how did it feel? And they're telling me, well, I didn't know what was going on. I said, so do you think you might've been afraid? Was it, were you afraid because it was something unknown to you? Yeah, I think it was. Then that's more like anxiety, not the thing you were experiencing was not dark or bad, Mm -hmm. but you might be feeling afraid because you don't know what it is. I've been through that back in the early days. I was definitely going through that. Now it's more like, oh, what new, what's our new show tonight going to be in the paranormal supernatural theater (laughs) here? (laughs) Our new adventure. Yes. The newest adventure. (laughs) I had one going on the other night. Oh, here's something I think is a really kind of clear sign to me when a client or student really is in touch with their intuition and just something you can look for. There's nothing wrong with, with going and having a psychic reading. I mean, that's Roz and I do a lot of that for people. But when your readings become almost completely confirmation of what you already knew, then you probably don't need so many psychic readings. And I honestly like to make sure people aren't reliant on me for things they could deal with themselves. So I like to help point out to people, hey, your intuition's pretty good because you already knew that and that and that and that. Hoping that they'll start trusting their own intuition more and just come to me when they're stuck. For sure. There's plenty of people who will encourage you to see them for life, (laughs) for every little thing. (laughs) I think that's a really important thing to realize is that your own intuition is accurate and it supports the events that then come forth. And when you get to that point, it's so powerful because suddenly you're thinking, okay, I I am a little precognitive. I am clairvoyant. I am clairsentient. I am, you know, then that's really powerful because then you're comfortable with your own guidance. And how do you know that you're making progress? Again, I think journaling is the the number one way that you're going to see it for yourself. Sometimes when you're in it, it's hard to see it, like to see your own growth. But if you journal it, you can go back in time and look and see where you were a year ago, two years ago, or even three, four or five months ago, and see that I heard this and I took action and here was the results. Or I heard this and I didn't take action and here was the results. That kind of thing gives you more trust in the guidance you're getting so that you're not operating out of fear. Good point. But I think also if you if you have a mentor, it helps immensely because 
if they're a good mentor, they're going to tell you that's really good or that that's really, you've really improved in that area. And I can tell that you're having more confidence in the psychic hits that you're getting. Uh, psychic and intuitive hits are interchangeable. Same thing, by the way, just different words. Use the one you're comfortable with. Anything else you can think of, Roz, that's sort of a measure of a person making gains in, in trusting their intuition? I think if you kind of follow these steps, um, you can get yourself on a very stable course of moving through your intuitive growth. There's a lot of good books out there that will walk you through intuitive exercises, talk to you about intuition, what it is, how it works, how to recognize you're getting it. But if you feel like you need more personal assistance, contact one of us here at Sedona Soul Sisters because that's something we do is help people. So sometimes one-on-one guidance is helpful because we're each individuals and maybe you already know a lot of what's in that book or maybe you're starting from scratch and you need a little more hand-holding, you know? But um, that's something to consider. Um, I've had three mentors in my spirituality development. The first one helped me with developing my psychic skills further, with uh, starting my energy healing and doing vocal toning and learning about um, a couple other things. So that was fabulous. And then I had one that was totally for energy healing. And then the last one was developing mediumship. All of them helped get me, you know, like take my natural abilities and hone them or help me realize I had a natural ability in something and hone it. So, you know, I feel like not everybody has mentors, but it can be really helpful and you don't need them forever. You need them for as long as you need them. And then you're off on your own. Oh, and I don't want to forget if you're interested, if you want to, um, Take group classes. That's what we do on Patreon. We do pre recorded classes and live classes, just trying to make it really super affordable for all of you and anyone who's interested. So, that is definitely the most cost effective way to go. Um, and that's the only place we do group classes. Uh, Roz, do you have anything else you want to say today? I think we covered it. I think we did. Then I'm going to say uh, we are going to be continuing this over on Patreon today with a slightly different, this kind of, uh, what are we talking about? Oh, further on trust, specific things like a little test to see how much you are trusting your intuition already. How intuitive are you? Uh, tune in next Friday. Our topic is psychic dreams. I'm excited about that one. I adore psychic dreams. <laughs> And I have some doozies. <laughs> so, in the meantime, we hope you have an enlightening week. Thank you for listening to the Sedona Soul Sisters show. If you'd like more information about the Sedona Soul Sisters and their services, visit their website at SedonaSoulSisters.com. Subscribe to our show here so you don't miss a thing. All of us at Sedona Soul Sisters hope you have an enlightening week.